Hey everyone, so I'm so happy to be here with you today, sharing some ideas, some thoughts, some insights about what is happening with me, with my clients, my friends, my community, and I hope that can help you to gain insight and perspective as well. First, I would like to share with you something that I've been thinking uh, since I met with a friend of mine who is a Buddhist and I've been practicing, came back to my Buddhist practice around three weeks ago. I visited her, her house, her apartment, and we were talking about connecting with our core values and chanting and meditating every day to align ourselves with our core values. When I think about core values, I think about what we consider to be essential to our happiness and what we consider to be important to our growth, our soul growth, our personal growth, our emotional growth, our professional growth. When we start to get clear about what exactly we really want for ourselves in order to maximize our existence, we must dive a little deeply to connect with, with what exactly is important to us. I would like to just share a story with you from a client of mine that has been dealing with drinking issues. When we started our sessions, we were talking about the behaviors that she wants to change and we started to dig a little deeper to understand what exactly is going on and what is moving her to behave in that way. And after a few sessions, we actually could discover that there is a deep sense of low self-esteem or low self-worth, lack of confidence that was leading this person to drink more and consequently feel bad and um, harm her, her body, right? So when we are talking about living in alignment with our soul's purpose, when we are talking about living in alignment with our soul's calling, we are talking about a process that is going to release the, the false identity. It's going to release the trapped emotions, the beliefs that we've been holding that are no longer serving us and, and limit us to the point where we start to behave in ways that don't bring the happiness that we want, that don't bring that outcome that we really want in order to be healthy and happy and achieve the things that we want in the world. So today I would like to talk a little bit about overcoming addiction and changing behavior patterns in a way that feels more authentic to me and in a way where I can blend my own experience, what I've been learning and teaching and studying and sharing with my clients and my friends as well, in a way that feels authentic to me. If you want to give any contribution to this conversation, feel free to message me on Instagram or email me because I would love to hear from you. So one thing that I would like to share about this topic is returning to a daily practice that helps us align with our core values, align with our soul, which is different from the personality self. 
the personality self, let's see, it is that container of stories, memories that we carry with us and we need to transform, change and at some point throw that away so we can be one with our divine self. We are all perfect as we are. Once we release the false identity, when we release that personality self, I'm not good enough, I'm bad, therefore I act in ways to harm myself and harm others. Once we are able to release that, we can change any pattern in our lives that are not bringing fulfillment and joy and happiness. And how can we change this sense of identity? How can we change that sense of identity that is operating on a conscious level and is leading us to behave in a way that is so limiting and, and harmful to ourselves? One of the ways that I work with my clients and one of the ways that I also work with myself is to have a daily practice where we can connect with our divine selves. For many years, I've been practicing A Course in Miracles. I also, I'm also a Buddhist and I practice the Japanese uh, Buddhist practice and I also practice hypnosis. Mind training is essential in this process of releasing the unwanted, toxic, negative thinking patterns that lead us to actions that are not, that are out of alignment with our truth, our divinity. So my invitation for you is to commit to something, to any type of mind training that is going to help you to release the fear-based thinking to love-based thinking, or that's going to release you from obsessive thinking to a more peaceful thinking. The way that you can choose this is by trying, it is by becoming curious to understand what suits you, what, what is more, you know, aligned with yourself. And once we are able to find that practice that helps us, we must commit on a daily basis. We must do morning and evening because that's what's going to help us to break down that massive energetic imprint that is controlling our lives. When we don't make a commitment, what happens is that the unconscious mind runs the show. When the, un when the unconscious mind is running the show, our fears are running the show. Our fears are in control. When we commit to any type of mind training, what is operating in our lives, it's a much higher force that is not controlling our lives, but it is guiding us to take right action. So every time that you are practicing, when you are meditating, when you are doing hypnosis, when you are even journaling, you are automatically coming to your inner self. You are automatically looking at the mirror. When we are willing to make this cleansing, when we are willing to do this purification of the mind, we are able to see clearly and then we can take action. And I've been talking about this. I've been talking about shifting our energy before taking action, not going to this automatized way of doing things because the outcome not necessarily will come 
in the way that feels good or feels really fulfilling to us. So returning to the client that was struggling with drinking issues, once we started to access some of the thoughts, the emotions that were there and bringing the light, bringing awareness, bringing higher wisdom. Because when we bring higher wisdom to what is false, what is illusion, that dissipates really easily. So once we shed the light to the shadow, to the darkness, we can see clearly who we truly are. We connect with that divine self within. So this client in few sessions she stopped uh drinking she she just you know she's not drinking in the way that she was before she's feeling much more aware she's feeling that she can make choices for herself and i think when we are when we are being controlled by our behaviors when we are you know out of control when when the unconscious is running our behaviors we feel that we don't have choices right? That we, we don't have the power to make choice. I believe that more we spend time with ourselves shedding the light to the darkness, more we find that inner power that leads us to make the right choices for ourselves, that leads us to right action. When we are, you know, of trying to overcome any type of unwanted behavior, such as, for example, I've been, there was a time that I, I would consume a lot of caffeine. I would drink three cups a day. I had serious health problems. I had, at that time, I had you no know, anxiety. I had bladder problems. I had uh, a lot of issues that weren't uh, being benefited by my consume of caffeine. It took me a long time to be able to release caffeine, coffee actually, I'm sorry, to release coffee from my life. I still drink caffeine, I drink a little bit of black tea. Eventually, if I feel drinking a coffee in a coffee shop, I can drink, that's not gonna affect me that much. Then I remember when I was trying to quit coffee from my life, I would feel so depressed, my body would feel so hurt. You know, it's so difficult sometimes to understand what type of energy, what type of inner work we have to do to just release a bad habit, to just release the habit that is not serving our growth, is not serving our higher purpose. Whether you are in a relationship that is harmful, that is toxic or is abusive, or you are trying to overcome an addiction, you are in this process of understanding how to use your energy in a different way, how to change your focus, how to be strong enough to say no, how to be strong enough to commit to your decisions, right? And in this process of committing to your decisions and becoming even more clear about what exactly is important for you, what exactly you need, it is really essential that we connect with that part of us that cannot, can never be broken, that part of us that is just perfect, that part of us that is, has un infinite potential, that part of us that is blessed. And, and sometimes when we are in this process of gaining our power back, 
We need tools or techniques or people or prayers or meditation that will help us to connect with that part of us. And I've been talking to a friend of mine recently about change. Can we change after 30? Can we change after 40? Can we change after 50? Can we change our life condition? Yes, we can change. We can change anything if we are really committed. However, what I've been seeing is that some people can fall into the trap of resisting change, resisting transformation on a, on a, on a deeper level. Sometimes we want just a quick fix. We, we, we want, you know, skip the steps. The beauty of this process is to trust that each step is important. Each step will lead us to where we want to go. In this process of releasing what is not serving us, you know, releasing what's toxic, abusive, negative, harmful to us, we are returning to that awareness that we have the right to be happy. We are all entitled to miracles. And we can claim that we have the right to be happy, to be healthy, to be loved, to love. In this lifetime, We, in the Buddhism that I practice, there is this idea that we all have the potential to attain Buddhahood in this lifetime. If we want, if we commit. So why wait? I think yesterday I was watching a documentary and, and, and the person uh, in the documentary said, I don't rehearse to be my best self. I, I am in my best self every day. So how can we bring the awareness that every single day is an opportunity for us to be better? Every single day is an opportunity for us to change, to embrace change. Every day is an opportunity for us to think that we can change. Thank the universe, thank existence, thank life that change is a gift in our lives. Change is a gift. Well, most of the time we resist change because we think that that's gonna be hard work or that's gonna break the, you know, the safety structures in our lives. The ego builds this, you know, structures around to prevent change from happening. So what happens when you are free from your addiction or your behavior? What happens? I believe that what happens is that you access this inner freedom within, but the ego is focusing on lack The ego doesn't want to experience freedom. The personality self doesn't want to experience freedom because the personality self is attached to a label. The personality self is attached to one way of behaving. I I had a, 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 a situation recently where I could, you know, perceive energetically the personality self of a specific person. And I could see exactly how that person uh, was behaving in his life and how he was attached to that personality self, that way of being. Most of the time, the ways in which we release this identity, um, I'm a loser, I can't get it, I'm not good enough, I'm bad, I'm sick, I'm poor, 
I'm a victim. I am hurt. The way that we release the false personality, the false identity, it is through this willingness to return to the divine. It is this willingness to surrender to the divine within. And this willingness to surrender to the divine within comes when we, when the pain is so strong. The pain is so deep that there's no other way. But what happens is that sometimes we, we block our capacity to feel our emotions and we start to create mechanisms to not feel, to not see the truth and, and think, and we pass by and, and anything. We, we keep living our lives in a way that doesn't feel that good, but we can still, we can still kind of live. But deep inside, there is something wrong. And then we find all this, all the distractions. We find a lot of distractions or we find the pills that will, you know, uh, minimize that pain a little bit, but it's not healing that pain. Or we'll find addictions or we will find substances or behaviors. We will find this in sex or drinking or all types of things that will give this instant uh, instant gratification that will give this pleasure so we can you know keep hiding that pain keep hiding that sense of unfulfillment so i think it's so beautiful when we can see that we are operating and finding distraction looking for distractions and being attached to things to external things so we can feel better when we are really finding pleasure and happiness outside us we we can't access this divine nature within we can because the divine nature is free of this divine nature is does is not identified with the things of the word is not identified with these material things this divine nature is free. This is your soul. This is your core. And, and to, to access that core, basically, you don't need those things. If there is any area in your life that you are calling for transformation, perhaps, you know, it's a new partner, perhaps it's a new job, perhaps you want to make more money, or, or you want to be at peace, or you want to stop drinking. My invitation for you is to, first of all, make a list of the things that are your distractions. Make a list of, of things that you've been putting energy. You, you don't actually get that joy, the happiness back from that thing. It's just a maybe a, a instant gratification, something that is really temporary. And see if you can slowly diminish that in your life, diminish that distractions. Perhaps it's a conversation, a specific type of conversation that you don't want to have every day. Perhaps it's a relationship that is draining you. Perhaps it's the job that is draining you. And start to see if you can eliminate all these distractions, the noise around you. So you can, you know, start grounding yourself to find this 
silence within you and then opening space for a practice, opening space for a modality or a teaching that brings higher values, that helps you to live with integrity. Recently, I was talking to a client about living integrity, releasing what's false and becoming even more aware of the things that we are lying to ourselves and then telling lies to ourselves means that, you know, we are going to tell lies to others. We, we all have shadow. We all have things to work on. We all have stuff to clear. And, and, and sometimes the people that consider themselves to be more spiritual or they are on, on the path, they are doing ceremonies and prayers and meditation and going to the retreats and doing the, the teacher trainings. They kind of feel this pressure or this heaviness to not have this stuff anymore. And they start going to another route that is to judge others that are not doing judge others that are maybe, you know, no, they are in their own other roots. Judging others has been less spiritual, less mature. So it is so important that we keep working on ourselves, that we keep looking within and keep shedding the layers that we need to shed until we, we are even more comfortable with ourselves and others because truly when we access our divine nature we can only see the divine in others we we drop this judgments and complaints about others we can embrace the divine in others as well so so i was talking i while i was talking to this client about the things that she wants to change and and the lies that she keeps telling herself i invited her to embrace her shadow with love embrace her shadow and and nurture that and know that you still you know have things to to work on and that's beautiful it's beautiful the more we give to ourselves, the more we'll be able to give to others. A friend of mine was dealing with migraine and uh, she, she has been dealing with migraine for a long time. She also committed to practice meditation more than two times a day. And then she said that since she started that, the migraine basically left. I also felt since I started to, to increase the amount of time that I spend in meditation, in, in chanting, I've been sometimes doing one hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon, in the evening. I've noticed that my life force energy, my 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 life force energy had an increase. And I, I could feel much more clear. I could feel much more present. And when I'm not committed to my own practice, when I'm not committed to my own healing, I just get really out of track. and And things just don't flow that well. It doesn't mean that difficulties will not come. It just means that we will be able to deal with life circumstances in a more positive, with, with this confidence. We, we have the ability to face the challenges with confidence and even transform and overcome and heal them. And talking a little bit about changing behavior patterns, we also will talk about connecting with what does your soul really want? And when we are talking about changing behaviors, we are talking about truly being more sincere and listening to what our soul really wants. People forget about their passions. People forget about the things that really light them up. 
Because life gets in the way, problems get in the way. It is easier to get distracted. It is easier to just, you know, have some instant pleasure, instant gratification, rather than opening space for what is going to bring you closer to your divine self, your truth. So opening space to what fulfills your soul, what fulfills your passion, it's an act of integrity. More we open space for that, more we create change. And for me, creative practice is a medicine. Through creativity, we access parts of the brain <laughs> that with the logical mind, we can't access. We, we, we access parts of the unconscious mind and we play with the unconscious mind, which is the feeling mind. Emotions drive behavior when we are playing with the waters of our emotions, when we are playing with the waters we are dancing, creating flow with the emotions. And that's so beautiful because we live in a society where emotions are <laughs> something that should be hidden, should be suppressed. Recently, I was talking to a friend about, you know, blocks in the throat chakra, feeling blocked to tell the truth, not being willing to communicate the truth. And we were talking about human design and you know, he was saying that in the human design, it doesn't have this channel open and everything. I brought to the conversation the idea that it is it is really interesting to get this snapshot about, you know, read your astrology chart, read your, you know, human design. But at the same time, the purpose of knowing this, you know, this chart, this having this map is healing. So I think the engagement is uh, a type of engagement that we... Sometimes we forget because when we are living really attached to our personality self, we are just like, you know, giving justifications. Uh, we are acting ways to justify what we think is true about ourselves. So like, oh yeah, because I have this channel that is not open or because I have this aspect in my chart, that's why I behave this way. What we are bringing to the conversation is, yeah, but is this bringing the outcome that you want? Is this bringing you true joy, happiness, healthy relationships? Then if this is not bringing, yeah, let's bring healing. So what I was talking about, the, the throat chakra, being able to communicate, I think is... Being able to allow the divine to speak through us, to flow through us. And then what I believe that helps us to, you know, allow the divine to speak through us is also through, through creativity, through, through, through creative practice. We are releasing that rational, logical mind that is constantly labeling, it's constantly judging and analyzing. And we are going to the realm of spirit. We are going to the realm of possibilities. That's the realm of spirit. That's the realm of divine. And we want our creative practice to, to be, you know, free, free from these conditionings, free from this, um, courts and move us to the realm of feelings colors, 
And, and then we, when we allow ourselves to engage in creative practices, we become so much more free. It's so common when, when, when we are really far away from creativity in our lives in terms of uh, painting or music, creating poetry, writing. When we're really far away from this reality, when we come back, we all had moments in our lives where we were really connected to our creative aspect, our creative self. When we were young, when we were kids, we were much more connected. And perhaps as an adult, are you disconnected from that? When we come back to our creativity, when we give ourselves permission to allow our creative self to flourish again, the monkey mind will come back. The inner critic will come back saying, you're bad. Oh my gosh, it's so horrible. You draw like a kid, blah, blah, blah right? And then we block ourselves again. And then life becomes dull again. And then we become stressed again and depressed again. And what we want, we, we want to just keep going. We want to get into this flow of being more free, more playful, and bringing colors and bringing music and bringing rhythm and bringing poetry and bringing fluidity to our lives and express ourselves in a way that is more beautiful, that is more divine. What do you want to create? How do you want to express yourself? Are you allowing yourself to dance with your creativity? Are you allowing yourself to be childish? Are you allowing yourself to be playful? Are you listening to your soul? Are you focusing too much on what you didn't do right? Are you focusing too much on what you don't have? Are you focusing too much on what is wrong with you? Or are you focusing on growth, change, possibility? Thank you everyone for being here. I've been receiving some messages about some some of the some of the episodes that have, have been resonating with people. I, I got an email from a client saying that he is uh, going to nature and doing some photography there, taking some photos from nature because he was listening to one of my episodes where I talk about connecting to mother nature, feeling inspired by nature. And, and he sent me the photos. It was so beautiful. So, so happy for him. So happy to see when people shift from their fear-based thinking to their inspired based thing there well i i feel happy to see when i say something and and that becomes a seed that grows what what do you want to see flourishing in your life in the next three six months and take some notes about that and if you need any assistance i offer hypnotherapy sessions online and in person in itaca new york you can contact me through my website lukami.com and if you want to connect with me on Instagram, please follow me on lou.cami. Please share this episode if you like it with your friends. Leave your review if you can. And have a blessed day.